0: Hey everybody, this is Ivan from Men Without Hats, and you're listening to Shane Christopher Neal on Giant FM.
1: Uh, All right, Industry 45 podcast show. Banam was always a better drummer than I was, or currently am. (laughs) Uh, The unmistakable voice of Ivan Chuck and, of course, Men Without Hats, one of the big hits. Uh, Pop Goes the World, the safety dance, was a huge hit for Men Without Hats, a band out of Montreal, Canada. Uh, Here's something I did not know. Now, Ivan and his brothers were not born in Canada. They were actually born in Champaign, Illinois. And one of my favorite rock bands of all time is from Champaign, Illinois. Do you know who it is? Well, I'll tell you what. uh, You're going to have a couple of minutes to figure that out because we're going to talk about that at the beginning of the interview. But uh, Men Without Hats 2022 have put out part two of a brand new album. And uh, they put out part one in 2021. It's called Again. It's the name of the album. First one was some of their favorite covers. Part two, all originals. Great new music. Yes, new music from an 80s band. Men Without Hats. Uh, Ivan is amazing. He lives now on Vancouver Island. And uh, Men Without Hats is going to be on tour with Rick Springfield, John Waite. That's incredible. Rick Springfield, John Waite, Men Without... Think about that tour right now. Hoping it's going to make a stop in Canada. Uh, this is the Industry 45 Podcast Show, and it is all brought to you by my good friends over at Trombetta Construction Materials, 1901 Barton Street, East in Hamilton. Also uh, offices in Fon Hill and Breslau. I think you will enjoy this. Men Without Hats. You'll find out how the band got their name as well. Right now, Industry 45 Podcast Show. Locked and loaded. The Industry 45 show with host Shane Christopher Neal. All right, uh, Industry45giantfm.com. Just a reminder, uh, each and every Saturday night, you can check out the show, 7 till midnight, 70s, 80s and the rockin' house party. And uh, we get through those decades with a lot of great music, including some music from Men Without Hats. And uh, on the phone, Ivan, how you doing, man?
0: I'm doing great. Thanks Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, no problem. A couple things uh, I want to ask you. First of all, I did not know this. You initially are from one of my favorite places to say, which is Champaign, Illinois. And one of my wow. favorite one of my favorite bands of all time, can you guess who that is, is also from Champaign, Illinois?
0: I don't
1: know. REO Speedwagon. Wow. Yeah, and uh, the only reason I know this so well is because on radio I often tease it and say, coming up next, a band from Champaign. Where is Champaign, Illinois? How far out of like Chicago or... It's south of Chicago, it's the campus, it's
0: uh, where the University of Illinois has a campus. That's where I was born, on, on campus. My dad was getting his, uh, his master's and his PhD there. And, uh, oh, nice. I was, I was born there, my brothers were born there also, and then uh, right after we were all born, my dad got a job uh, teaching at the University of Montreal, which is why we all moved there, and I grew up there.
1: So how old were you when you left Illinois? Uh,
0: about three, I
1: guess. Oh, three, so very three. young, okay.
0: Very young, yeah. I moved to uh, I uh, we moved we moved to Montreal. I was really young.
1: So I did not know I did not know that uh, Men Without Hats was actually a a punk band. Is that right in the in the late seventies before you kind of changed your genre a little bit?
0: <laughs> yeah, we started off as a guitar guitar thrash band, like doing contortions covers and cramps covers and stuff like that, and uh, mostly noise and uh then I made a conscious decision i wanted to uh i wanted to reach more people so I was a classically trained pianist my mother was a a voice teacher at McGill university for twenty five years so we grew up in a grew up in a musical family and uh so that's it i was uh, i decided I just want to have a wider reach so i went for the uh for the uh, techno pop sound instead of the uh instead of the punk rock sound.
1: You know, um, influences for you were who? Like, I remember, I see here Gary Newman. I mean, we used to play the song Cars, which was a great song. Um, yeah. OMD, Is that, was it part of these influences that you had? Were they part of the reason that you decided to do this, or no?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, when I uh, put the band back together just, just over 10 years ago, I put the hats back back on the road, and the first tour that we got was opening up for two bands that were the you know, one of the main reasons that I, I'm doing what I'm doing today was B-52s in the Human League, and that was my sort of welcome back tour, back uh, after uh, quite a few years uh, not making music, and uh, so it was great. Those are two bands that really influenced me a lot, what did besides you do? all the 70s bands.
1: What, what did you do during that time? Because, you know, you, you had a few hits, and we'll talk about that too, and, and what's going on obviously with you now, but, but you just stopped playing music in the 2000s, in the late 90s, and what were you doing?
0: I was a stay-at-home dad. Oh, nice. And that's one of the reasons we, uh, I moved uh, out west. I moved to Vancouver Island and, uh, and uh, raised my son on, on the edge of the Pacific Ocean. And uh, oh, it was great. Had a great time. That's a great. Beautiful experience.
1: Now, I, I know the story, um, but tell me about the name Men Without Hats because uh, we talk about you being from Montreal. That's how I think of Men Without Hats. And uh, when I got to know the, the reason behind the name, give me that story. That's, that's kind of awesome.
0: Yeah, my brothers and I just—we never wore toques in the in the harsh Montreal winters. So they, real men don't wear toques. So we—they call us men without hats.
1: (laughs) Tell me what it was, uh, what you remember anyway about uh, you guys came up with the safety dance, "Pop Goes the World." Obviously, in my high school days, I'm 53 this year. So right in the prime of my high school days, uh, these songs come out. Uh, What was that like for men without hats and to reach such international success with these songs?
0: Oh, it was great. It was a whole uh, new era of, 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 of art, of music, of video. There was new technology happening the video was a big thing for us too it was uh, the 12 inch remix was a big thing too so it was all these new technologies happening back back in the 80s so it was a, they were exciting times
1: was it surprising to you though or or expected a little bit like at that time uh the the music scene obviously just as you mentioned a lot different in mtv and, and much music here in canada and you were all over much music um i'm just uh, south of toronto here and so, w- were you surprised with that international success, or was it just something that kind of came hand in hand with what you were doing and and the videos and such?
0: Yeah, I tell you, I'll be I'll be honest. When you're a young artist, uh, you think that everything you do is great and uh, you know destined for number one. So, um, we kind of took it in stride. We 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 were happy. We when when the song really broke, we were already in studio making our second record, and we were we were stoked about that too. You know and uh, then the uh, the dance mix uh, the remix hit number 1 on the billboard dance charts and so we had to stop making our stop recording and get back in a bus and go on tour for uh, a couple of years to promote the record so uh, it was all uh, it was what we wanted to do so we we uh, that's, that's what we were doing
1: so recently as in last year and this year uh, you put out um, a few albums again the again part 1 the ep um did you know that you were going to do it part two, and that that would be originals? Or tell me the genesis behind when you came up with again part one?
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, it was going to be a double album at first. It started. The project started about three years ago. It was supposed to be a solo piano voice project. Just we were going to put some recordings out because that has been ten years since our last record, and the fans were asking for new music. So we started just doing a, like I say, a piano vo- voice type of thing. I was revisiting some Men Without Hats songs and doing some covers that I'd grown up uh, listening to, and it's when uh, when we recorded the version piano and voice of uh, the tragically hit "Blow at High Dough." I got really curious and I, I wanted to I just wanted to hear what it would sound like with a full band treatment with a full Men Without Hats take on it, and so we went back in the studio and recorded it with a full band, and I really liked the result and it sent the project in a whole new direction and it became this double album that we have today. It was going to be, re- we were going to release it all at once, but we figured we'd, we'd do it in two steps because it had been 10 years since our last record. We didn't want to overload
1: people. Right, now. so you're easing people into it.
0: <laughs> That's Give them a little taste of a four or five song EP at the beginning and then hit them with the, the originals in the new year.
1: Are, we, are you surprised that there are so many... Um, fans still asking for new music from bands that you know made music in the, in the early 80s
0: no the 80s are uh, they're you know when we play now it's it's great cuz i see my original fans and they bring their kids and sometimes their grandkids you know so it's uh we uh we were fortunate to uh, have shows like to be you know popular culture shows like glee and the simpsons that gave us a whole new generation of, of listeners and uh, when we're out on tour now, the, the, we do these some of these vintage tours that are going around the lost '80s and yeah. you know, retro futura, and, and the bands that are out there. It's 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 great because everybody's just having a great time now. The the pressure has gone. The, uh, the sort of the competition from being a young band going after a chart hit is is gone now. The work's been done, and we're all out there just to enjoy ourselves and to entertain our fans who are who are who are out there, you know, to to hear it. And a lot of these bands are doing new music now too, so it's great. It's uh, you know, nobody's—I don't think anybody's ever really stopped making music. The the decades change and the styles change, but the the people that were there, you know, at the beginning are—you are, know—most of them are still making music. So,
1: it's, absolutely, it's refreshing to hear. And it's funny, Ivan, because I'm—I'm I'm kind of—I find fortunate because I grew up listening to, to Men Without Hats and The Spoons here, and in a good friend of mine, and uh, you know, Flock of Seagulls, and all those bands. But then I also loved, you know, the the Bon Jovis and the Metallicas and the Dawkins, and you know, all of these hair rock bands, Poison. So I got to enjoy like kind of if you want to say both genres of it and today like these cruises that are happening whether it's um you know the monsters of rock or they have the 80s cruise that have have bands that that, that yours play on you know like people are buying tickets spending the money like you said taking the family on a cruise and listening to to this great music of this new album uh do you have any favorites on the album i mean let's face it they're all your favorites now because they're brand new but is there someone that stands out to you
0: well the one that the the first single was was you know i picked that because it was it was my favorite song it's if the world should end today and it's uh, you know the the title is is pretty timely but it was a it, it was written about 5 years ago it was written by
1: oh really i world. see i would have thought you wrote that during the pandemic that's what i was oh, thinking
0: oh, the <laughs> pandemic didn't really change anything for us because we had already kind of slated all that we had penciled in all that time off to go into studio and record so we had we had already turned down a bunch of tours and a bunch of shows and everything like that so it was it was we were fortunate in that way we didn't it didn't change our agenda didn't change our our, our timeline we, uh, we, we you know we went and found a place isolated ourselves for almost a year and made music and uh,
1: well you you're talking about tours so i want to mention this uh rick springfield uh, who i'm a big fan of uh, John Waite, who actually I sat down with and chatted a couple of months ago, such a super nice guy and men without hats. Uh, that tour starts when?
0: Uh, well, we haven't finalized um, uh, all the dates yet, so I can't really say anything. But uh, as soon as uh, it's all ready to go, we'll be we'll be letting everybody know.
1: Well, Rick Springfield's letting everybody know on his social media. Let me tell you what's going on. Uh, will, you, will you stop in Canada or no? No.
0: Uh, Hopefully. hopefully we're uh, we'll go wherever they wherever they send us right we've seen we've been to a lot more places this is what's great about this time out uh, in the last 10 years we've visited more places than the first time around so it's uh, it's been great we've been having a we've been having a great time
1: well I hope you guys come to whether the casino in the falls or or somewhere uh, close to me because uh, I seen Rick Springfield not that long ago still super awesome John Waite is just you know, John Waitman and, and men without hats, like what a great tour. And we'll make sure we keep people posted on that. So, uh, so excited for this new album. I listened to it on Spotify while I was working the other day and typical and true to men without hats. And I congratulate you on a great record.
0: Oh, thanks a lot, man.
1: The industry 45 show.